chapter 119, verses 33 through 40. Teach me your decrees, O Lord, and I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding, and I will obey your instructions. I will put them into practice with all my heart. Make me walk along the path of your commands, for that is where my happiness is found. Give me an eagerness for your laws, rather than a love for money. Turn my eyes from worthless things, and give me life through your word. Reassure me of your promise, made to those who fear you. Help me abandon my shameful ways, for your regulations are good. I long to obey your commandments. Renew my life with your goodness. I'm going to start out this message today with uh, giving you an apology. For one thing, the picture. That is a picture that uh, Catherine Rice painted. And I tried to get it to where it would show up on the screen really good. I tried to get the actual painting, but it was too late for me to do that and to get, get word to her that I wanted it. This picture to me reminds me of the Holy Spirit and how it burns within us. But it also reminds me that we're at different intensities of the burning of the Holy Spirit. And that just that hit me when I saw that and I Facebooked her and I told her how much I love that picture. Because it just reminds me of where we are as a church and where we are as a, as a, as a people a people of God. I want to read to you one more passage of scripture this morning. And, and uh, as I read it, I want you to really, again, think about the words. We're asking you today, and I didn't know David was going to ask you to think about the words of the, the anthem. But, but we're asking you today to think about the words that God is giving to us today. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord. And set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. And they were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? And I answered, O oh Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you. You shall live. I will lay sinews on you, and it will cause flesh to come upon you, and recover you with skin, and put breath in you. And you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And so I prophesied suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy mortal, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain. That they may live. I prophesied and as he commanded me. And the breath came into them. And they lived and stood on their feet a vast multitude. Then he said to me, mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. And we are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God. I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves. O my people and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves. Oh, my people, I will put my spirit within you. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. And I will place you on your own soil so that you shall know that I am the Lord and I have spoken and will act, says the Lord. This morning, some incredible things happened to me. It started last night, actually. I got a text or a Facebook message from a member of your congregation, and their, their message was, Woohoo, church tomorrow. 
And it was like, yes, and I said, I responded back, yes, and it is going to be awesome. And then I thought, oh my, my sermon that I have prepared is not all that awesome. <laughs> I've got to do something. And I began to, as we were talking I'm, on Facebook, back and forth, and I, I, said, I said to them, I said, we're going to wake up some dry bones tomorrow. And that's when my sermon changed. I think I quit texting them, quit talking to them because I had things I had to do. One thirty, two o'clock this morning, I got, I got to, to bed and I wrestled all night long in my sleep with what was my sermon really going to cover. And I wasn't too sure. I thought about it and I prayed about it and I looked and I read and I said the scriptures. I wasn't too sure what God wanted me to do. But I knew that God wanted me to wake up some dry bones. How many of you have felt dry in your life? Boy, not many of you. I'm pleased as punch with you guys. Give me some of what you got because I had gone through dry spells in my life that I didn't think I could go anymore. But as I read that and I read, we've got to follow the commandments of God. You know what? We can pray. We can pray and we need to pray and we need to be praying and lifting up our church and lifting up our family and lifting up those that we love who are lost and don't know Jesus Christ. Those who are struggling on their journey, we need to be praying for them. But if we pray and do nothing about it, it does no good. Because God has given to us an idea and he's given to us the thought that we are to be in mission and ministry to these people. This morning, an angel appeared to me this morning. Y'all think I'm weird, you think I've lost my mind and I don't care. An angel appeared to me this morning, and I know it. It was in the form of a human body. I was here at the church, still trying to get myself together, and still trying to get everything together. And I had already prayed over the church. I had prayed over the the, the Ranger Church, and and just for God's Spirit to just come and to be alive within us, and, and to wake up these dry bones. And I still didn't know what I was doing for sure. And I heard the door open. But I never saw anybody. I heard the door open, but I never saw anybody. And finally, I turned around and I looked outside. I could see the top of a car, and I thought it was Cody. I thought Cody had come. But I thought, that's unusual, because when Cody comes, he comes upstairs, not downstairs. And I hadn't seen him. So I asked Cody this morning, he said, were you at the church this morning? He said, no. <laughs> God was. A few minutes later, this lady poked her head around the door. Did not recognize her. I know a lot of the people that come from Salvation Army and, and that are you know, pretty regular sometimes. They come in for help, and I did not recognize this lady. And she said, I said, can I help you? And she walked in my door, and she said, something just happened to me. And I said, what happened? And I could see the look on her face, and it was one of the most peaceful, awe-inspiring looks I've ever seen in my life. And I said, what happened to you? And she said, I, I opened that door, and when I stepped through, I got hot. My whole body got hot. I said, it wasn't like a bad thing. It was like a warmth that just flooded over me. And I got chill bumps in me. I got chill bumps. And I said, that is the Holy Spirit. And she looked kind of scared, and she said, what are you talking about, the Spirit? 
I said, we have been praying for the Spirit of God to fill this place so much that the Holy Spirit is here with us this morning and he has touched you when you walk through that door. And I said, it is not a bad thing. She said, my feeling that I got was not bad. It was not bad. So I had a good feeling, a peace that I have not felt for a long time. We talked a little bit and I said, ma'am, what is it that I can do for you? What do you need? I thought she's already got what she needed. But what did she come for? She said, I haven't eaten in a couple of days and I need $5 for something to get me a meal. I don't give money to people. I will go get them a meal, but I don't give money. I reached in my pocket and I touched, took out the first bill that I had. It was $20 and I handed it to her. And I thought, Sandy's going to kill me. Money's tied at our house right now and Sandy's going to kill me. I handed her that $20. And the look on her face, she said, sir, I can eat for days on this. And I said, praise the Lord. I said, I would like for you to come to church this morning. And she said, oh, I can't. I'm not dressed for church like this. I said, ma'am, I said, I want you to be in our church this morning because the Holy Spirit has opened up new things and he's opened up doors and he's opened up the door for you to be here. You're not here by accident. I want you to be here. She said, people will laugh at me because of the way I'm dressed. I said, ma'am, if they laugh at you, they're going to have to talk to me and I'm 350 pounds and I am bigger than any of them. And I said, they're going to have to answer to me if they laugh at you because of the way you're dressed. I don't weigh 350 pounds. Close. She said, do you think it would really be all right? And I brought her here and I pointed to the door and I said, you come in that door right back there at the top of those steps. You sit at the back and no one will even notice you. But you'll be here. And she said, I'm going to try. I may never see that lady again. I may never see that lady again. But what she told me, what God told me through this lady was that the power of the Holy Spirit has filled this place. When I gave her that $20, the thought in my mind, first of all, was saying he's going to kill me. The second of all is, but I've got to obey God and I've got to do what he tells me to do. And he's telling me to give this. And I said, and I thought, when you do this to the least of these, you do so unto me. You do it to me. I went back to scripture. I went back to scripture about dry bones. And I thought our bones have been so dry. The spiritual bones in our, in, in our, in our physical beings have been so dry that we've got to feel that power of the Holy Spirit just like that lady did when she walked through the doors. I closed up my Bible, I closed up my notes, and I said, I've got it. Thank you, Lord, for giving the word to me that I needed. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me what I need to relay to the church. And I thought, but God, I can't do this because they're going to be mad at me. They're not going to like me. I'm going to talk about being dry and dead and being raised again, and they're not going to like me because they're going to say, well, what are you saying about us? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying we're dry and we're dead and we need to be raised again. We need to be saying, let those bones come together. Let the flesh come back upon us and let the Spirit of God breathe life and breath back into us. We've had difficult times. 
We've each, every one of us, I know a lot of you, most of you did not raise your hands when you said you have felt dry and empty. But if you think about it, I know you have. I know that you have felt the dryness and the emptiness. You may have felt it on Sunday mornings when the preacher couldn't preach a good sermon. You may have felt it on Sunday mornings when the choir, well, the choir can always sing a good song. When David couldn't sing a good song. (laughs) But God wants to revive us today. He wants to bring to us a newness that we haven't felt in so long. He wants to do it first. He can't do it in the church. It has to be with us. It has to be right here in our hearts. That revival, that that reviving spirit, the time, the thing that's going to make us new, the thing that is going to turn the church around so that when we go outside these doors, we're taking the Holy Spirit outside with us and people are noticing it. Instead of them talking about Wednesday night, they're going to be talking about Sunday mornings in our community. What's happening at that church on Sunday mornings? What What is happening at that church on Wednesday night? The Holy Spirit is blowing through here and we can't stop him. If we do, what do what did the scriptures say? We will die. We will die. One of the songs, there's a few songs that I don't like that are hymns that we sing. And one of those we sang this morning. One of them, if we ever start to sing it, I will stop and we'll change it. But the other one was Majesty. And I'm telling you what, church, you sang majesty like the Holy Spirit was burning fire within you. And for the first time in my life, I love the song majesty. And we can sing it every single day. I don't care. Because I've learned to love that song today because I heard you sing it with gusto. We talk about hymns and we talk about singing. We talk about worship styles. But I want to tell you what John Wesley said. Sing lustily with a good courage. Beware of singing as if you were half dead, half asleep. But lift up your voice with strength. Be no more afraid of your voice now, no more ashamed of its being heard than when you sung the songs of Satan. Wow. It's Methodist. It's Methodist. Church, we are to be on fire for God. The painting that's up there, the best that you can see it, look at it as best as you can. That painting, setting our hearts on fire, burning, burning, burning. And that painting is like, it resembles, it's, it's us. It's us as individuals, it's us as a church. And God is wanting to set our hearts on fire, but it has to start with our heart. It can't start with the church. It can't start with another program. It starts with our heart. Do we want it? Or do we want to let those dry bones stay in the valley and become dust? What do we want, church? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your family? What do you want for your son or daughter who doesn't know Jesus Christ? What do you want for your nieces or nephews or your grandkids? Or your mothers or your fathers that don't know Jesus Christ. Do you want them to burn with the fire of Jesus Christ and the fire of the Holy Spirit? Or do you want them to stay in the valley and be dry? The only way they will burn with the fire of the Holy Spirit is that you take it to them. That you take it to them. 
prayer, prayer, prayer. But then you have to, we have to add to that prayer a work, a word, a, 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 a showing Christ to others or the prayer doesn't do any good. Because when we pray, God tells us what to do. It may not be what we want to hear, but God tells us what it is that we are supposed to do. But we don't want to listen sometimes. We say, no, God, that's not me. No, God, that's not for me. No, God, I can't do that. No, God, you've got to choose somebody else for that. What do we want for our families, our community? Do we want them to burn with the fire of the Holy Spirit? Or do we want them to stay in that valley with dry bones? Every scripture that was read today, Deuteronomy, the Psalm, and Ezekiel, every one of those scriptures said that we need to live. That we need to live to give us life back and it gives us direction and instruction on what to do. And every one of those is to turn to God, to hear Him, and to listen to His voice, and then to do something about it. To do something about it. Today's sermon, today's message scares me. It scares me. But I was so excited about getting up and giving God's word that I almost told David, let me do the sermon first and we'll do the rest of it later. Because I couldn't hardly sit still up there because I was so excited about church and like Mark said last night, Woohoo, we have church tomorrow. Woohoo, we have church tomorrow. And it was his woohoo that got me so excited that I knew that something had to change. I knew that the message that I was going to give couldn't be it. And until my angel walked through the doors this morning, I still didn't know what I was going to do. But I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and then I listened, and then I spoke. Pray. Pray like never before. Pray like you haven't prayed in years. Pray that not against anybody. Don't pray against anybody. Don't pray, well, if we could just get a new preacher, God, if you could just give us a new preacher, the gates would open up and we'd be flooded with people. Don't pray against anybody. Don't pray, God, if we could just lose some of these people in our congregation, the Holy Spirit would have room to come in and fill the place. Don't pray that. Pray, God, change my heart. Change my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your power. Fill me with that, that, that power and that love of the Holy Spirit, that flame that burns that I can go out into this community. And love one another. And I can love the people sitting on the other side of the aisle. I can love the people sitting in the choir. Fill me with that love. So that I might love others. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. May I be like you.
Are we going to be dry bones? They just wither away and become dust. Or are we going to be the bones that obey the word of the Lord that said, come together? Can we hear the rattling? Can we hear the rattling of those bones? Can we hear the power and see the power of the skin and the muscle begin to, to, to cover those bones? Can we see the flesh that God has given? And most important of all, are you willing to let God breathe on you to give you the breath of life, the breath of the Holy Spirit? Are you willing to say, change my heart, O God? Are we willing to say, God, give me life. Give me life. Most gracious God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you, God, for your love. I thank you, God, for words that awaken us, starting with the preacher, our worship leaders, our congregation, our families, our friends. Thank you for those words, Lord, that breathe life into us. I pray, God, that as we as a church surrender ourselves to you and give ourselves completely over to you, may we be changed by the moving of the Holy Spirit within us. May we be excited about worship. May we be where we just can't sit still. And we got to be in church. May others see you through us. May others experience you through us. The scriptures tell us to fall down at the altars. To fall at the feet of Jesus. To fall at the feet of Christ. To fall at the foot of the cross. ask you today to take a step of faith if you love your church if you love your family if you love yourself take a step of faith and come this morning pray one with another let the power of God fill you at these altars let the power of God fill you and renew you bring revival in your soul. Come if you will.